Welcome to our podcast series. We hope you enjoy and are blessed by the stories, wisdom, and inspiration of the Medical Mission Sisters. Thank you for listening. Hello, I am Sister Mai Walida. I am from Venezuela. The people uh, usually call me Mai, very short, Mai. Mm-hmm. Um, I enter uh, in Medical Mission Sister community when I was 18 years old. Uh, but I start my journey with Medical Mission Sisters when I was 12 years old. How was that? Uh, because uh, Medical Mission Sisters, uh, they, the first time they came to Venezuela, they came to Maracaibo. I am from Maracaibo. So in the barrio where I was living, there was, they were um, Sister Maria Elena Ridad, she's from Philippines. She was there, for, she's there for many years since I was not born yet. So um, anyway, I, after I, I did my first communion, I was 12 years old, I did my first communion, and I started to participate in a youth group. And Sister Maria Elena was one of the ones who was, um, she was my catechist, wow. Maria Elena. And uh, when I was 15 years old, Sister Enma Panizale from Philippines, she came to our barrio to join the community with Maria Elena. And Emma was the one who accompanied the youth group. So I grew up in a group with other young people. And I grew up in a, in a community that the people were always or, organized, organized among them to f- for fight for their rights, their right, and to improve also our barrio. Uh, so in this, in this environment, I grew up. So uh, I never think that I will be a nun. No, mm-hmm. I don't. I, I, before I, I, I uh, before I didn't think that I want to become a religious sister or nun. I don't know. So, but uh, when I was 18 years old uh, in Venezuela, we have a very terrible economical situation. So in our history as a country, we have a a terrible history of uh, bad, uh, sorry, my English. um, We have a terrible uh, economical situation. Mm -hmm. Like uh, for example, in that moment in 1988, so now you know my age. <laughs> uh, I was 18 years old, and we cannot get food, or if we get food, but was very expensive. This is like now. Uh, so in Caracas, in Caracas, in uh, that time, uh, the people, because there was no food or uh, was so expensive, the people in Caracas, Caracas uh, is a city where the people live in the mountain, so all the houses are in the mountain. So that time, all the people come down of the mountain, went to the street, to the store, and they enter in all the store, the supermarket, took the food 
because they want food, no? So took the food, uh, everything they took. So uh, the government sent the police outside, and so they killed thousands, thousands of people. Many people were killed, and, and the image I have are these uh, ladies with maybe a bag with rice, and then they were um, killed for this and the street. Many, many, you can imagine how many people were killed. So that moment, this was, for me, was wow, how my people died because they were hungry. So I remember that I was living in Maracaibo, so the some uh, organization in Caracas asked people from other cities to come to, came to Caracas to help, especially because we, they discovered at the cemetery they have, uh, I don't know what is that, but there's uh, one big hole that where they put thousand, thousand people. Grave. Yes, thousand, thousand people there. So nobody knows that what the government did, no? So this organization discovered that. So they were asking people from other cities to come and to, to be there during the night. So. Uh, the government don't, mm, will come and take all the bodies, no? So I was there. I, I was one of the people who came, and I was there during the night. And this was very touching, no? Uh, we pray. Many people were in the cemetery, the, I think, 20 days, behave, uh, taking care of all this body oh. until, okay. So... That, that moment, something happened to me. It's like a God called me in the middle of this. And after that, I said, I want to commit my life uh, for, for life, <laughs> for life. Uh, until now, the, my, this is my, my consigna. I don't know what is consigna, uh, my lemma. Uh, it's something that I always use. Anytime I speak, uh, the, I, I commit for life. Because uh, for me, it was very painful to see so many people dying uh, because they were hungry. So um, in that moment, I, uh, I asked the sisters if I, I can be medical mission sister. And the beginning, they don't, they don't believe me. <laughs> First, I was too young. Second, uh, I, I like parties. Mm -hmm. I like, oh. <laughs> so they don't think I, 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 I can be medical mission sister. But I said, okay, uh, let's, uh, they said to me, when you are 19, take one year more. When you are 19, if you still with the same, you come. Yes, when I was 19, I said, I am ready. Wow. So I joined medical mission sister, and now I, I, ha I, uh, I have 30 years with vows and, wow. and, and medical mission sister. And... <coughs> Anyway, so from that moment until now, uh, this is what is my my commitment. Because uh, bec so I I became medical mission sister because the mission of medical mission sister is to be um, a healing present, no, in a wounded world. So my country was wounded, uh, my people was wounded, and I I realize also that I am part of of a big war that also is wounded. So uh, 
How for did your family respond when you wanted to? Oh, you know, until now my mother is still thinking maybe one day I will go back. <laughs> uh, oh no, my family, they don't want that I hmm. become a sister, but they support very much. Because just at that moment, I, uh, you know, for, now, uh, for us in Venezuela, for the poor, was very difficult to, to go to the university and to, to get a chance to, to be in a university was very hard. So, but just, just right at that moment when I decided to be a medical mission sister, I got uh, in the university uh, the possibility to wow. start. So I was so happy, my mother, my family. So the sister said, okay, my, you need to decide. If you finish the university now, and then when you, f if you study and finish, when you finish, you will come again or to stop the university and become, I start your formation. So at that moment, I decided to start with Medical Mission Sister. So for my mother was no, and my, my family was no easy, no? But they support me uh, until now. So uh, in Venezuela, for the families in Venezuela, this is you no know, common that they expect all the the children will have their they will be married and will yes. have son. Yes, the expectation. <laughs> the expectation. Yeah. But anyway, I I I am very happy to be a medical mission sister. I'm very happy to be part of this uh, congregation that is around the world mm. and that is touching so many lives. And also, I'm happy to be part of a congregation that is uh, formed with many other women who are also, um, who have been like me, uh, that like me need also be healing. healing. Yes. And when we are healing, here, we want to be also healing present for others. Yes. We know how this so and you were the first woman from Venezuela to be I am the first I am the first Venezuelan and I, I think I am also the first uh, lat uh, from Latin American speak the really uh, native Latin America because we have sister Ana Mota and she have part of Brazilian her I think uh, from Brazil but she have part from North America uh. She was not pure <laughs> Latina. <laughs> like you. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and we have Ana Mota. We have also, I think, Patrick Smith-Winnie. She has one part from Colombia, one part. Yeah. But no. North America. Yeah. yeah. But so I was uh, the first yeah. on that size that only speaks Spanish. <laughs> uh -huh. And then did you come to Fox Chase to study English at some point? Yes, I came to Fax Chase in 1995. When I was 25 years old, okay. I was oh. young with a lot of fire. I still with a lot of fire. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, was uh, the most um, beautiful and uh, uh, fruitful, fruitful, I don't know if this is work, yeah, uh, yes. experience because I don't, uh, that time I, uh, it was not for me the chance to learn English, but the chance to exp 
pain to grow. Uh -huh. My world, uh, my mind, is now the, the world is not only my country. The world is more <laughs> bigger. And also to come here to North America and to see that in North America there are also poor people, there are also needs, because before we, we think in North America everything is okay. Everything's perfect. <laughs> so uh, uh, there, uh, the dreams of going to America yeah. for everybody. So when I was here, I said, oh, but here there are also poor, there are here also needs. And this was good f for me. Yeah. And and to learn from other culture also. And How long did you stay? I was here one year, 20 days, three hours, and <laughs> 50 minutes. <laughs> yes, I remember. Oh because for me, it was so meaningful oh. until now. I love when I, every time I have the opportunity to come here, wow, this is something for me. Is wow. I can describe how yeah. happy I am. Privilege also, I think. So, yeah. Yeah. and in Venezuela, we are very much uh, connected with this uh, uh, country because the first American mission sister who came to Venezuela, all they were American sisters. Mm. So, for many years, the medical mission sister from North America were in Venezuela and they were very much in love with our country, with yeah. our people. and. Until now, we are very much close. Yes, we yeah. feel. I see that too. Yeah. yeah. So, so how many sisters? And I think your the associates are very connected to the sisters as well, right? Yes. How many are living in when you're in Barquisimeto? Yes. Well, uh, okay. In Venezuela, uh, before we were many. Now we are seven sisters and six uh, associate with vows or commitment. I don't know. And we have 14 associates who are preparing to become associates, maybe in oh. September this year. 14? 14. There are many who are preparing very much. Uh, these 14 people work with us. They are partner in chief, partnership in different missions we are involved. And now they want to become part of our oh. charisma. Okay, so in Venezuela, we are in... Now we are in three cities before we were in four. Until, until last year, we were also in El Nula. Nula is a city in the border with Colombia and Venezuela. But mm, we left El Nula no more. And now we are still in Maracaibo, Caracas, and Barquisimeto. Caracas, Barquisimeto, and Maracaibo. And uh, in Maracaibo, uh, yeah, we, we still have mission there until now because Sister Maria Elena Ridad is she still living there and uh, she now she's 82 years old wow. <laughs> but she is still uh, active and doing very nice work there and uh, in Caracas there are two sisters one sister from the Philippines Sister Emma and Sister Carmen from Venezuela and they Especially Sister Engma work more with the intercongregational program there, uh, accompany the young ones who are in formation in different congregations, and she's working that, and also some work with the human rights. Okay. Uh, uh, Sister Carmen, she's an STB, 
She will, she will make her final bow on July 8, July 8 this year. And Carmen, is, she was more working in, in our parish there in Caracas with Caritas uh, in a program they have giving food for children and mothers who are pregnant. So Carmen is helping this project in our parish in, Carac in Caracas. That is, this program is part of Carita, Venezuela. So in Barquisimeto, we are now four sisters. We are the biggest, uh, the biggest group. We are in Barquisimeto. So in Barquisimeto, we have the biggest also mission <laughs> uh, for this. We are four sisters, Sister Luz Marina, Sister Gira, Sister Noris, and Sister Mai. We are all Venezuelan sisters. And we, there we have our six associates are from Barquisimeto. They are there. And uh, we also have many volunteers who are part of our mission. And in Barquisimeto, you know, we, have, we work with in health. We have this uh, health center. Well, in, in the beginning, we, we only work on prevention more on pre preven health prevention uh, or uh, al alternative health, uh, like a massage, acupuncture, pressure, acupressure, I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And uh, one of our associates, Marcolina, she's, she's part of that uh, program with Sister Gira in the health program. And now we have, uh, we have also a small pharmacy in this health center, a small pharmacy. This is pharmacy was started by Sister Juanita Ortega from here, I think 40 years ago. <laughs> so we got this as a heritage. Okay. Uh, so you inherited it. We inherited this. So uh, we keep because this is a real need for people there. So there are some organizations who sometimes give some medicines just for free or, or just for people who can give any contribution if they want, if they have. So Has it been hard to find medicines with the economic challenges? Yes, this is very, very. Uh, until last month, we, we need to ask uh, the medicine for the sister. We asked the sister in Peru to send uh, the medicine. Now there are more pharmacy who have medicines, but the medicines are very expensive, oh. very, very. Anyway, in the, this health program, now we have one doctor, uh, a doctor who came here three, three times a week. Um, he, he came and he, so our people can have, uh, can come and see the doctor and for almost free, <laughs> almost. Yeah. And who pay this doctor? This is uh, an organization in Venezuela that is uh, organization organization of a congregation who work in health. So they become together and they and then now they are supporting us to pay. They pay Wonderful. the doctor. Wonderful. So Wonderful. he came and we have this service now. And we have the food program for children that we started in 2015. 
uh, when the situation go up uh, again, in that moment, we start with 150 uh, children and older people who, are, who were very, very, very poor because we, we saw that there is a lot of need there for food, but we tried, because also this was expensive, we tried that the people who will receive our support are the ones who really need more. So what we do is we interview uh, the family and then we visit the family. So we know that they really need. So, and also uh, we encourage them that when they don't need more, they go and they give the space to others who really know. So until now, this has been very good because there are many people who came and said, sister, thank you very much. Now I resolve now, or we will go to Colombia, we will go another place. So these are really very good. But now we have more than in the beginning. We have almost 400 or more because we got more children. And, and uh, during the pandemic, the situation became worse. <laughs> So uh, we were, w I think, one month, one month, uh, we closed all this program because we can know for the COVID. Uh, but after one month in, in the house, uh, we were reflecting and we said, oh, but we cannot be here uh, uh, inside the house. Uh, how is the people manage and all this? And some people say, sister, we really need this. So after one month, month, even with the COVID, we decided to continue it. But before we have uh, the people came and eat there. And so uh, during the COVID until now, we give the food and they take home because for the safe of them. <laughs> so we are more, very more, we are more strict that they came not all at the same right. time. Yeah. Uh, so at that time, uh, when we were at home in that month, we saw there are many who are coming to our house. They are hungry, can you give? So uh, I remember that, in, for example, in our house where I, I live, uh, we start with just with our neighbors, the children who live in front of our house. They were f six children. So every, in the every day in the afternoon, they came and we give some snack for the sick. But after that, now we have and just in our house, we had 110. <laughs> they, you can see every day, every day from Monday to Friday, they came at 4 p.m. and they came to our house, to and our door, and we prepare this in our house and we give. And we have uh, two ladies who came to our house and to help with them. Wow. And uh, in our house, we have the thing is, we, we give like a homework to the children. So they do something when they came to pick up their snack, they will bring something like a we exchange. So they don't feel they are. So for example, uh, Jira is very clever for that. Jira uh, have for example, a piece of uh, plastic, or oh, I don't know. She give one piece to every child and said, with this you will do any art, ah. any kind. So you will bring this when you will come. Mm. So it's very interesting. And during Christmas last time, oh, 
We make a big treat with all the small things, beautiful things that the children make with these uh, uh, papers, plastic, right. I don't know. Recycle, recycle. Right. So, and then after that, we have another house to in el otro, another barrio where Sister Luz Marina and Norris are. And we, we, we told them, why you don't start, we don't start also there. So we open. And we, there also we have little more than 100 there. And there, this also has been a very good opportunity to us. You know, we were living in that barrio for 30 years, and we realized that we didn't know our neighbors. Ah. Because we live there, but we went to do mission in, other, in another barrio. So wow. when we start this, Now we have a lot of friends, our neighbors know us, know we are there. So this is very good for us to, to feel that, oh, we are part of this community. See, So, but now we have more uh, children. Of course, we work with the youth uh, also, pastoral youth and uh, youth in our parish. I work with this many years, since many years. Um, with youth and pastoral work. And uh, how we start the program, Latidos program. I want to talk about this because this is really something very interesting. Uh, we as medical mission sisters, and at some point we, we saw that children, youth, and women are the more, most vulnerable there. So our focus Uh, mission was children, youth, and women. So in 2015, at the same time we start with the health, uh, with the food program, the, we saw there, were, there was also a lot of violence, violence there. We had uh, many group, band, I don't know, group gangs. of uh -huh, gangs, but group of young boys who are in the street killing people, blah, 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 blah. So uh, this um, violence and the, uh, many children also were part of that environment, drug, drug, mm, drug, uh, drug uh, alcohol, all this, no? So I remember 2000, February 2015, uh, Teresa Murphy, she's from North America, mm -hmm. she was an 18 years old that time, that she, she wanted to know Medical Mission Sisters. She discovered us in, in internet, and she said she communicated first with the sisters in Peru, with Sister Pat Guti. And so uh, after that, the sisters in Peru, and, and we talk about Teresa and say, oh, maybe she can be three months three month in Peru and three months in Venezuela. So after her experience in, in Peru, She came to Venezuela to she because she wanted to to know us. She was thinking maybe I can be a religious, no? Anyway, so in when she was there, um, she's a musician also. Uh, but that time she was no study at the university music like now. So uh, at that moment I was the situation with the violence, food, all this. 
So uh, I remember I was one afternoon in our house was Teresa Suhei. Suhei is a woman in Barquisimeto who is a musician, also teacher, and she will be associate of us. Mm -hmm. And we were there sitting, and I said, you know, I have a, a, a dream because we need to do something for these children with this youth. Uh, there are so many children on the street. What can we do? And then I said, both of you, all of us are musicians because I also play. Can we start uh, a project that we can teach children music? Uh, the beginning was only music. And then they said, oh, this will be nice. So this was so fast. I said, okay, I will ask the youth when I am working, if they can help us. So we went to the school. We asked the school if they can borrow their spaces. They said, oh, yeah, sure. So this was one fr and Saturday morning. We just started to go around telling the people, we will have re inscription, registration, inscription mm -hmm. for children or youth who want to study music. You can imagine that in that year we start in Venezuela to have a long line for everything. You will buy toilet paper, to, you need to be online for, I don't know, one hour, two, oh. two hours. <laughs> so this was, we were used to do that. But when we saw that long line, wow. the people waiting to, to register for, to be in part of this, I was crying. We were really saying, wow, so how many people really see that this was a need? So we registered 150 children in that moment, and we start. We registered on Saturday and Monday, we start. We divided all the children. And how we get the teachers? Among the youth who know how to play guitar, cuatro, drums, so we start. And now we have seven years seven years with this program and how this has been growing. For example, uh, uh, we start in one barrio, Carusieña. We start there with this 150, but this 150 came from different other barrios close by here. But uh, in seven years, we are already in five barrios, working with five Congregation. This is a now an intercongregational program, because, like for example, sister of missionary of Immaculate Conception, they ask, "Can we have this program in our barrio?" No. So we go, we went there, and we start. What they, what are their contribution? The spaces. They have a very nice space. So now we are in five barrios attending children or youth from more than five barrios, 11, I don't know. And there are five congregations, Medical Mission Sisters are four more other congregations that are part of, of this. And uh, we, until now, we decided not, not to be just, not to teach only music, because we discovered that there are children they cannot sing or they cannot play, but they can do other things. So what are, what are the things they can do? They can dance, they can painting, they can do poetry, drama. So we have uh, now other alternative. 
What is another good of this program is that it is no a school uh, for music or a school for art. This is a, a program or a project that um, our main goal, goal or our vision is not to prepare a good musician or good artist. It's to prepare people for life. Mm. And our mission is to promote life and peace through the art. Uh, so uh, that the children and the youth can feel they are empowered. They have their empowerment. They, they, they have self-confidence. They, they know their rights also. Uh, for example, there is uh, something very, very beautiful that happened uh, the week before I came here. There is a child, Jesus, in, Jesus Ignacio. Jesus Ignacio is 10 years old now. And he started in Latido when he was three years old. Oh, my. It's not correct. I say, oh. What is happening in the school that is not correct, uh, according to you? You know, the teacher is very bad. She, uh, she insult the students. And the last week, she made that one of the, uh, my companion, one, uh, one girl, um, she treated her very, very badly. And she, in front of all of us, this poor little girl urinate their pants. Aww. So uh, can you imagine how embarrassed this was? No? Jesus, Jesus said, you know, I was very ang angry, angry, angry. I said, why she did that? And then I said, and why, why she do this? And then, no, because she said that the, her homework was not good. And then he said, how can be the, her homework good if their parents, they, can, they don't know how to read and how. So 10 years old, no? She start, he start. So he said, I said to him, so according to all what you have been learning here, what do you think we need to do? He said, oh. Uh, I think we need to do something for that. I say, okay, you know, I will tell your mother that your mother go to the school to uh, to get another parents to see. So after that, I told with her, his mother, his mother went with some other parents uh, to the director of the school and the teacher. And the beginning, the director, oh, no, she's good and blah, blah, blah. But after that, they need to go to another instance, the, the, the one who take care of the human rights for children. So they came, and the teacher is, they, they changed the teacher, or I don't know what wow. happened. But she was really bad. Yeah. So what is the thing? Is Jesus Ignacio, with 10 years old, uh, and you will see another many other Jesus Ignacio, <laughs> that when they came, they were so... Yeah. And now they feel confident. They know when their rights are not respected. They, are, they can think more. And they become more sensitive, mm. just not with their own problem, but the other problem. Wow. So for us, uh, this is, has been the mission that uh, confirm or affirm us that we are in the 
in the place where we need to be and we are doing what we need to do. And, uh, and we know that uh, because we have many partner partnership, partnership, partnership and many people who make alliance with us, we are able to do all, all this. If no, we can go along. But this is no our. Uh, this is uh, also important that this is no our mission. This is the mission of Jesus that we are mm. part of that. Mm -hmm. When the mission is from God, God will take care of everything. Mm -hmm. We know. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, you can imagine when we say, "Oh, how we will do this? Or where we will find this?" And we say, "Oh, oh, oh. miracles!" Yeah. So because God take care yeah. of everything. So the house, this house project, can you talk about that? Oh, okay. I, like I said, Latidos, Latidos, uh, we are now in five places. But these four places belong to different congregation because they have a school or door. So the space we use are their space. But in the place where we are now, when we started, we started in the parish, in our parish place. But when we were so many children, the, the, the parish say, oh, you know, <laughs> we, we have another, many other things here. The spaces is not enough. So we've, we got a house. Uh, there is a cooperative group. Mm -hmm. They were uh, functioning there for many years, but they all they are now older people, so they were no longer in that house. This was a house, was a, alone for many years, hmm. was very ugly, hmm. but they said, we can use that house uh, for Latido. So we went there, we painted the house with the children and was become more beautiful. We are there for three years. Like um, that, for three years, we didn't pay anything like a rent. No, we, but we fixed what it was. Uh -huh. But now, just um, I think January, they said, you know, we want, we will sell the house because we are old. All of us are old already. Right. And after when they sell the house, every a member of this cooperative will receive something. Mm -hmm. And I know they need, they are poor people sure. for medicine, I don't know. Yeah. So they said, so you need to see if you want to buy or no, you need to go out <laughs> because we need to rent, to, to sell the house. Oh, this was in January, I said, my goodness. And then we asked how much will those, when they gave the price, it was so, they said, no, where we will get all this money? So anyway, I told them, can you give us uh, at, at least six months to see if no, or, or to see where we go with all this? They said, oh, it's okay. So uh, we start with this. And the first thing I said, okay, God, if this is your project, you will see. If, if, we, if this house is for us, it will be for us. If not, what to do? We will see. So. I remember we have a group of, we call uh, Latidos founders, with the one who will start mm -hmm. with us, Latidos. So Teresa also is there. 
And we always are in touch every time. And so uh, we said, oh, we received this news that we, the people will sell the house. Blah, blah, blah. So Teresa said, oh, but we need to do whatever we need to do to get the house for Latido. So we said, yes, we will try. What can we do here? Maybe we can give concert. But, you know, here we don't will get all this money right. doing even 100 concerts. Yeah. So she said, okay, you do what, whatever you can do. We, I will also do from here. So Teresa asked in the university when she's mm, uh, studying uh, if she can do a concert with other musicians. And what they will collect, they will give for this so in the university they say yes. So she, she did a concert for Latidos. Uh, we saw uh, from Venezuela with some of the children because um, for Zoom, in Zoom, we were able to participate. It was so beautiful. Anyway, after, two days after that concert, I think in that concert uh, they got, I think, $6,000, I don't know. Uh, what do you call this? Um, where when the people give something as a hmm, the words Con uh, contribution, yeah, contribution, donation, donation, donation. But then that concert was one family, a couple, and a wife. They really they know Teresa, and this they they love Teresa. Mm -hmm. Te Teresa is like a daughter for them. I, when I see these people talking about Teresa, I see, wow, they love Teresa. Mm. So Teresa always uh, shared about Latidos and the people where she is, because she's really in love with the Latido project. So uh, this family said, Teresa, you know, we want to give the complete, the next part that can be half part of the prices that the cost, the total cost, maybe if, for example, you have six and you need four more, I will give the four to complete the half part of the house. Mm. So she was so, uh, so at the end, uh, this was the, they, uh, they give the, so at one point, it was, like I said, this was so fast. We have the half part of the house. So when Teresa said, my, you don't will believe, but we have half part of that house. Wow, that day all of us cry, and I say, God, I can't believe. So we went to the people, the cooperative, and said, you know, we will, uh, we will have the half part, but we need time, because this is not easy even to get the money in Venezuela. Right. Maybe the money is there, but to get here, right. it will need time, because this goes little by little. So the the people said it's okay we will wait for you so this was so so funny because okay we start to think what what we will do and just this was uh, one week or two weeks later this man <laughs> said to teresa teresa i have a meeting with my wife and i we decided that we really like this project, and we decided to give the uh, the rest uh, of money wow. to buy. We 
we, you don't need to suffer more. We will buy the house. Wow. So imagine. <laughs> that day I remember Teresa when she shared with us, she was driving, and, and when she said, I was really crying. I cried the whole night, really cried the whole night. I can't believe God, how can this possible? And Teresa was driving, she said, you know, my that day I also stopped to drive because I was also crying. I said, I can't believe this, an angel. Anyway, so until now we can, most, we can believe this is true. <laughs> uh, every day, uh, his name is Bill, Bill every day right uh, just just in Thursday he said I am ready to send the money <laughs> I said oh señor ay señor ay señor es mister no in yeah. English I don't yeah. know ay señor señor please so he is very much before I came here we have a um, what do you call a video conference with him and we have uh, teachers, we have some children uh -huh. who came, and it was beautiful how the children speak to them, and they were, they ask questions, oh. what do you learn, or why do you like to be in Latidos, different questions they ask. So, uh, I told him that uh, we really are very happy that uh, they are now part of our their partnership also with us in this dream and I hope who knows uh, the problem with the visa uh, will be better or someday and they can also come to Venezuela and the children will know him and he will know the children this will be nice and they are they said oh we this will be nice for us Wonderful. I think they are retirement uh -huh. people uh -huh. And anyway, and they are an angel. They are our angels. Yeah. I can tell you that how God <laughs> loves us. Yeah. This is incredible, incredible. Have you shared the CD with Bill and his wife? The music? Yeah. Uh, you know, not yet. I, 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 he, kn he knows about this music. I think, song. I don't know if Teresa, Teresa have the music, uh, but... Um, we still have the pro we didn't know yet we we have the what do you call the, the copyright copyright we right. still know because this has we need to pay for this so uh, we still have uh, we are this the process but this year we decided with copy or without copyright we we want to share this because this is a really um uh, this this, this music is uh, really good, beautiful, with a lot of nice uh, mes message, mm -hmm. message for for the people. Yeah. For example, one song is about uh, immigrant, immigrants, immigrants, mm -hmm. and it's beautiful. And it's in English and in Spanish. I don't know mm -hmm. if you hear. And there's another song about COVID and how COVID changed our life. This is. Another song is about Venezuela, about our country, about how the country suffer, but the country keep stand up. <laughs> and another song is about one of our um, saint hmm. 
José Gregorio Hernández, he's the first man who is saying in Venezuela, first. We are many women who are <laughs> saying, but the men only him. So he just become saying. So we, we he is very special for Venezuelans. He's a doctor and we call he's the doctor for the poor. So uh, I wrote a song for him also because it's really, and there is a song for Medical Mission Sisters the, uh, where, where we share who we are, what we are doing around the world. So um, I, we wish that uh, many people can have access to this music and to enjoy. And we think, we also see that this song, if we, 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 we wanted to put in the videos, to record with videos, because we see this also can be for, for what do you call, to get a fundraising, for fund, fundraising? Fundraising. Fundraising, yeah. yes. We yeah. can get this for fundraising for yes. activities. <laughs> yeah. Yes, because I hear that we can make a CD or when you have uh, a lot of visitors in YouTube with this, yeah. they also, we can also receive yes. money for this. Right. Right. So this is our, our idea oh, and I yeah. think we'll soon, soon will be sweet. Yeah. So how, when, um, when things feel stressful for you or overwhelming or hard, how do you, how do you move through that? How do you move through that? You know, I don't know if this is a, I think sometimes this is a big grace, grace from God. You know, I, I personally, this is my personally, I used to, the whole day I am wah, 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 moving, doing here, doing here. I am with the youth and then go to the children and then go to the old way. I'm busy doing outside, inside, and I have time to sit with my sisters and share, I enjoy a little, and to call my mother. Uh, I always, my mother used to say to me, my, where you turn off, where, is, where can I turn off you? <laughs> where's the switch? Where's the switch? My mother said, Chacha, where, where is the switch? I said, Mommy, you know, the secret is, uh, because I see many people who is doing so you can see the face, and you, they look tired, they look sad, they look like a, they will die as soon as possible, and they do, sometimes they do less things that I do. And I don't see that I don't feel tired, because sometimes I feel, oh, I will collapse. But for me, the secret is when you really are doing what is something that you enjoy, that don't take out your life, but give you a lot of life. Oh, you, you don't feel you are tired. You feel like I want more because this gives me a lot of energy. So yeah, of course, there were some point when you feel like, a, especially when you see too much need and you, you are no God, you sometimes we want to resolve all, but she say, no, my, you are no God. <laughs> you need to act like God, but you're no God. <laughs> so, uh, so just be trust more, more God, be more faithful. <laughs> so this, okay. 
So I, I also uh, learned learn, uh, that we need, yes, space to, to rest a little bit, to sleep more, to have uh, time to, to eat something that is good. Because, you know, uh, we usually day by day, you eat, uh, maybe we can eat chicken every day, maybe. But in solidarity with the people where we are, even our family, we don't, we, di we di choose don't eat chicken every day. Maybe once a week or once a month. Mm. But, and then we eat something that is good, that is healthy, but is we can. Yeah. So, but sometimes when we are, I said, we need to eat something good. <laughs> I think yeah. this we, no, I don't know in English the word, in Spanish, nos merecemos esto. Uh, we like feed your body yeah your it's something good because yeah. you work very hard yeah. <laughs> so you can have a cup of wine <laughs> or nice chicken so yeah. let's go so when we did this oh you can see oh this is nice uh, something it's a, yeah it's a way of taking care of yourself yes taking care yeah. of ourselves oh yes uh, try to watch a nice movie some uh, in Venezuela, I think two months ago, we said, I said to the sisters in Barquisimeto, let's go to the beach. We were a little afraid for, because COVID, no? And we were imagining this, the beach are empty, nobody's there. And then they said, are you sure? I said, yes, I want to go there. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we decided we went there. Oh, this was a great time. Oh. We enjoyed the beach. We was nice. Good. So we said at least once, uh, I don't know, but every time we need yeah. to have yeah. time. Just not thinking problems. Right. Don't see it. Just it's resting. Yes, resting your it's mind. resting mind, resting body, yeah. resting the spirit. Yeah. And this is good. That's good. So... Uh, and I also hear what you're saying is what, what you do is life-giving to yeah. you. Yes, <coughs> life-giving. It gives you energy. Yes. So, yeah. If it is life-giving, you will be with life even you are s tired. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, right. because I know many people, uh, are they are doing something that, that don't give life, but they take their life, so <laughs> they are all time life. So yeah. the people really give life yeah. to us, and we are happy with this. Yeah. And it seems like the energy that you're bringing to it um, is rippling out because more people want to join the associates, those 14 new Yes, associates. and we have some vocation also for medical mission sister. Now we have one aspirant. She's in our house, and she's so happy. Wow. She's a, a she's 18, 19 years old, 19 years old. She write every day and she said, you know, I am happy she's doing. So, uh, and there, there are three girls more that will come to live with us in August. Really? To, for six months, they will stay in our house. So I, I feel that this, this energy, this, this way of committing with the, with the poor, with the children, with this, they are more than say, oh, this is nice. Why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I am happy with That's that. Exciting. I think yeah. this is something. 
I, you know, I don't know, but before I came here, I was telling uh, Sister Jira and others, you know, I have the feeling that it's like a God is here moving, like a, something special is going like this, moving, moving, special, I feel special, it's something, the feeling, a special feeling that something is nice around us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, and beautiful. I like that. Yeah. I like yeah. that. I'm very grateful for all the people here in, in North America, for all the benefactors, for all the medical mission system, for you, for your team. Because I know uh, this is a, uh, this, this kind of work, like I said before, is no, the, the mission, of, not my mission, I think it's the mission of the humanity, the whole world. All of Christian people, all the human beings, who feel that you are my sister, they are my brothers and sisters. We need to, we are, we are uh, convinced to, to participate in this circle of life. So when I see there are many ways of participating, no? sometimes the people are just praying for you, sometimes people say, I have this little money, I will support with it. Some people just say, I, I can do. So there are yeah. different ways how to be part of this movement of life. And I am very grateful, really, to, to all the people in, in North America and in many different places where they contribute for their, their contribution is very meaningful and yeah. really, uh, we appreciate this. Mm -hmm. And maybe I want to finish like a, a Mother Teresa of Calcutta, she said, maybe what we, what we are doing is a drop in the sea, mm -hmm. but the sea will be different mm -hmm. without this drop. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that. But this drop is because all of us are part of this, not just. Yeah. So I don't know if yeah. <laughs> thank Thanks you. Mine. Thank you.